Rhino, he's not even an issue. I don't sweat Rhino. Are you ready? Yes, it's the Rhino. I just want the paper. I done came down so clean. I'm shining on the haters. Ain't none better than me. Paint wetter than he. 400 And out come Rhino. I just want the paper. I done came down so clean. I'm shining on the haters. Ain't none better than me. Paint wetter than he. 400 Welcome back to another edition of the Rhino Wrestling Review. I am your host, Dan Rhino, brought to you by our friends at ProWrestling.com. And I'm joined here by Will Lewis. Hello, everyone. And... How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. He's, two he's two weeks in a row. He's back. Even he's a, a staple on the show now. Even after we gave him a bunch of shit, he still came back. He still doesn't get the name of the show right. No. That's How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here. Wrestling Observer Live. Like, that's not it. That's not the show. Uh, we've got a new uh, mic set up this time, so hopefully it sounds good. Do we sound crisp? Do Yeah, do, do we, we sound, sound clear? Sexy? If I get closer to the mic, mm. can you Does hear that do me? anything for you? Does it? Are we doing like an ASL thing? Wait, what are those things? ASMR? Are we doing ASL, like an ASL American Sign Language? Yeah, are we doing. Like I don't an, know if that's gonna work. An ASMR thing where like people can hear us on the left and side, left and right sides of their heads right now. Uh, no, I'm over here. No, because I. I used to do that when I would do uh, interviews, like Skype interviews. Hmm. And some people like to listen with just like one earbud in. Oh. And so it would they would only hear half of the conversation. So they could like take me out and actually hear like a good podcast? Well, they'd still hear me. Oh. So it would still be shit. Ah. But uh, we do, are doing a new new uh, setup here today. So if, it, if you like the way it sounds or if you don't like the way it sounds, let us know. But I'm hoping it's going to kind of get us up to maybe the number one podcast within uh, walking distance of another river. Quiver River. The Quiver River. Yeah, that'd be cool. Is that nearby? Nah, we can't walk there. Somewhere. Mississippi River? Uh, we might be able to walk there. It might take us a while. It's pretty far. We gotta walk. Might need to take. Might need to take a break. (laughs) Before, before we get there and <laughs> dodge a lot of homeless people. Yeah. But then when you get to the Mississippi River, you can see all the refrigerators and everything floating down the river. That's pretty cool. Yeah, dead bodies, mm-hmm. logs. It's just the way we do it in St. Louis. Yep, mutant catfish. Uh, speaking of uh, dead bodies, Royal Rumbles this weekend. What's, wait, what do we mean? That's a weird segue. Yeah. Oh, we've, oh we've had, we have an intern that just brought us some Ooh. Slurpees. <laughs> That would be uh, my lovely wife who just cussed everybody out. <laughs> we don't say, we don't cuss on this show. This no. show's very PG. Never, ever, ever cuss. Uh, before we get into it, though. Um, just... No, 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 wait. Let's go back. Let's go back. <laughs> What's the dead bodies thing? It's It, it just goes to show you that I'm the worst. Hmm. I, I have terrible at transitions. I just thought I'd throw it out there. Brian Alvarez said I should do more transitions. So. Some would say you royally screwed up that transition. Speaking of royal, 
The Royal you Rumble's coming Royal up on Sunday. Royal. Uh, you the can call me plant Queen in the mu- Music industry. You know that, right? Man, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we're both feeling a little shitty right now. A little by bit. The way. You got a pounding headache, and I have probably sound nasally, like, because uh, I've got a sinus infection going on. But we're playing hurt because this is important. And then one of us just decided to abscond to uh, beautiful, sunny Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Jason is on assignment in Las Vegas, assuming he's looking for the future Mr. Calcibetta. <laughs> As he uh, now, that's not us making jokes. He said that you can it's, go back, look into go back the in the archives. Absolutely. And as we're recording this, SmackDowns on TV. Ooh. <laughs> I loved your booze in the last <laughs> <laughs> in the last episode. There was a lot of you booed a lot from years 2015 to 2019. I mean. I would say those were some of the years in professional wrestling between all of the major brands. I would say definitely some of the years uh, as the Usos come to the ring and... Are they in slow motion? uh, Yes, they are in slow motion and they are not assaulting any police officers. Yet. But they might see a security guard and mistake them for one and assault them. Oh, no. Uh, Speaking of assault, Royal Rumble is this week... (laughs) That's a, that's a better one. Is that better? It's better. Okay. Uh, we're going to give you a breakdown of the card. We are going to give you our picks, which are most uh, assuredly probably going to be incorrect. Yes. We're going to give you some of the uh, betting odds that are out there. And then uh, in segment two, we'll answer a pretty cool email we got. And I got some pretty cool feedback from some of our friends in the wrestling world Ooh. today. Like so, Seth Rollins? I did not call Seth Rollins. Uh, Brutus. I did not call Brutus, but he would probably want money Mm. to to answer the phone. That he would no-show. Oh. Maybe Brutus will show up in the Royal Rumble this weekend. Maybe he's part of my five surprises. Oh. See, that's why you're good. You're you're setting up teases for later on. So before we get into the Royal Rumble... I got to I got to tell you Royal Rumble I think I think I've said it before is all it was always my favorite pay-per-view. I even I even looked forward to the Royal Rumble more than I looked forward to WrestleMania growing up. Yep. Just because of the the setup of it and the the potential for surprises and the potential for unpredictability. It was it was always my favorite growing up. And there's been times where I've been let down by the Royal Rumble, like the one I went to here in St. Louis. Well, why would you say let down? There was no good surprises in it. Well, uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That's about as good as it gets. Uh, Michael Cole. Mm-hmm. Jerry, uh, Lawler. Jerry Lawler. Sheamus won. Sheamus won. Uh, uh, Ricardo Rodriguez. Yep, was Kevin it? Nash. Nope. Uh, nope, he wasn't there. That would be, see, there. that would be cool. Um, that would be Brock cool. Brock Lesnar. Nope. Nope. Ooh. Nope. He he was not there either. Seth Rollins. Nope. Damn. Nope. That's before he was in the company. Uh, but I did find an article. I believe it was CBS Sports. It was the top ten Royal Rumble moments of all time. So I'm going to go through these kind of quick, and you tell me if any of these jump out at you. Spoiler or, alert. Or if you want to give a little boo, that's they fine. They all too. come from that Royal Rumble. I bet none of those, none of these come from that Royal Rumble. Uh, at number 10, we've got Maven eliminating The Undertaker. <laughs> this was the 2002 Royal Rumble. What? And Maven had won, uh, was crowned tough enough champion. 
and hit Undertaker. Undertaker was doing the, the biker gimmick at the time. Oh, yeah. Hit uh, Undertaker with a big drop kick and... Maven from there pretty went to some pretty high heights in the company. I believe he became world champion. I believe he is uh, was recently inducted into the Hall of Fame. I uh, he uh, went on to you got Cheeto no, fingers over there. What are you looking for? I just, uh... But when it happened, it was kind of a big deal. Now, Dan, none of that stuff happened. Maven he didn't become world champion. The... Oh. He did eliminate the Undertaker. He did eliminate the Undertaker, (laughs) which was awful. It was a big moment when it happened. That's the way they tried to make Maven, and I think it worked. Yeah, it did. Uh, He did become one of the, you know, WWE uh, entertainers of all time. Yeah. Um, He was also one of the tough enough winners to be in the Royal Rumble and eliminate the Undertaker. I agree. Yep. Uh, number nine, we've got one of my favorites, the Ultimate Warrior Hulk Hogan tease. This was the all racist Royal Rumble, Ooh. I believe. This was back in, in the eighties. This was uh, almost nineteen ninety. Ah, so close. So this was the Royal Rumble where they had kind of they'd never been in the same ring together, and they kind of both cleaned house, and then they had their backs to each other, and then they turned around and saw each other and the crowd lost their shit man you know i'm gonna do that to you the next time that we're like in a, a crowded area i'm gonna back up to you and then we're gonna like bump back mm-hmm. so then we're gonna turn around and then, and we'll then we're a, gonna do the test of strength and then we'll do a crisscross yep and test close line each other yes and then just lay there for a couple and minutes we'll probably get kicked out of wherever we are that's fine yeah. but that set up that was kind of the first uh tease we got of wrestle the wrestlemania 6 main event where Warrior would beat Hogan in the all racist uh, main event of WrestleMania, which I'm sure was a at least a five star match. It was actually, in all honesty, one of Warrior's best matches ever. Really? Yes. Uh. Yes. It was for some reason those two had chemistry that night that they did not have later in WCW. You know why they had chemistry? They shared a common bond. Yeah, racist. Both hate uh, minorities. <laughs> Uh, number eight was Shawn Michaels going from one to winner in 1995. This one was kind of cool, too, because British Bulldog came in at number two, and they were the last two left in the ring. That's good. And uh, Bulldog thought he had thrown Shawn over. Shawn did the, the hanging by a, a thread. That's when they established the uh, two feet have to hit the floor rule. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And Bulldog thought he had won, and Sean comes back and eliminates him to go one, two, all the way to the end to be your winner. Uh, number seven, one I'm sure you remember from back in 2016, the debut of AJ Styles. I remember. Oh, man. That was a good one. Guide goosebumps yeah. when it happened. Because there had been, and we talked about this on, on the last episode when we recapped the last decade. When AJ left New Japan, there was rumors that he had signed with WWE. There was rumors that he was going to be coming in. We didn't know when it was going to be. We didn't know if it was really true because we had been disappointed by so many rumors in the past. But AJ coming in at number three to that Royal Rumble was just awesome. He had a nice little run in there, too, before he got eliminated by Kevin Owens. Yeah, we had a confused Roman Reigns face off of that one. Where we did. Roman Reigns Who? had no idea what Who? was going on. Wait, Who's this guy? Uh, oh, uh, where is it? Who? Yeah, there you go. that was that, Roman. That was Roman. Uh, number six, they say the legitimizing of Triple H. And they're saying that this happened in 2000. 
this was, uh, this, like I said, 2000 Royal Rumble. And I guess this was just kind of where Triple H went from kind of mid-card status to main event status. Doesn't really stand out for me, though. He got over. Put himself over. Put himself over. over. Yeah. Yeah. Hooked up with the boss's wife and put Hmm. himself over. Uh, Number five is, they called it the Daniel Bryan Protest Rumbles. Yeah. And it says, essentially two Royal Rumbles, but the theme was present in consecutive years as Dave Bautista and Roman Reigns felt the full force of the WWE audience as they voted their disapproval at the treatment of Daniel Bryan. So after, uh, 2014 was the year that he wasn't even in the match. Right. Daniel Bryan wasn't even in the match. And... We got Blutista. Batista won. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And then it was Bootista. And great. then the next year, Dan O'Brien was in it, but he was in early and out early. Who eliminated him? Was it Bray Wyatt? I it was Bray. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought it was Bray. It was... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. If it was Roman, it would have been a lot worse. But they just... Everybody got booed the rest of the time because it wasn't Daniel Bryan. Uh, number four is one I remember clearly. That was at Madison Square Garden. John Cena returning at number 30. Early. He came back early from injury. Yeah. He was supposed to be out, had like a torn pec and was supposed to be out like nine months, ten months, something like that. He came back like in two. <laughs> Now, you know, that's because of cyborg. hustle, loyalty, and respect. And the fact that he is the perfect genetic human being. Massive amounts of steroids. Whoa! Uh, Whoa. Allegedly, allegedly. 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 The thoughts of Will Lewis do not necessarily reflect those of the Rhino Wrestling Review and ProWrestling.com. Oh, my goodness. Allegedly. John Cena coming out at number 30, that Madison Square Garden crowd. And that was the time where the crowd... When his music hit, they all cheered. Then they went, wait, boo! boo. We don't like you. Ah, got him. Uh, number three was Steve Austin cheating to win in 1997. That was the year where Austin was eliminated, but the refs were preoccupied with something else going on. So he snuck back in the ring and uh, eliminated Bret Hart to win the Royal Rumble. And that set up the Bret Hart-Steve Austin uh, one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. Now, Steve Austin won the Royal Rumble three times. I believe he's the only person to win the I Royal Rumble right. three times. Randy Orton is right there. He has two. So this, this could be his year. This could be the third. This could be the yep. year. God, please, dear, ba- this dear could be God, the third. dear baby Jesus. You never know. <laughs> Don't make that happen. Uh, number two is one I'm sure you're going to uh, really enjoy. Shawn Michaels and Undertaker closing the show at the 2007 Royal Rumble. There was that moment where Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker were ending the rumble together and they were both down on the ground and then Undertaker did the sit-up and Shawn did the kip-up at the exact same time. Uh, That set-up, I believe Undertaker won that Royal Rumble, but that was kind of the first little hint of what was to come between these guys at WrestleMania. Yeah. With those uh, those two back to back matches they had, including Sean's retirement match, and then the number one, can you guess it? I'm gonna say Michael Cole entering the Royal Rumble in 2016. I'm gonna in say St. Louis. Kiss my ass. Oh. Damn. And no, it was Ric Flair winning the world title. I mean, I guess in 1992. He came out at number three, and that was when the title was vacant. So whoever won the Royal Rumble was the winner. 
that was also the Royal Rumble where Sid, Sid Justice Ooh. eliminated Hulk Hogan. And then Hulk Hogan does the he- most heel thing, pulls <laughs> Sid out, and gets cheered for it. Uh. And Flair helps dump Sid out with Hogan's help. But Hogan's, of course, the babyface, even though he does a bunch of heel shit. Yeah. But that was the Royal Rumble that gave us the, with a tear in my eye, promo. This is the greatest in the history of my life. One of the greatest Ric Flair promos of all time. Right. With Mr. Perfect and Bobby Heenan there. So those are your top I mean, I 10 Royal that, Rumble that, moments I mean, that's of all time. fine if it surpasses Michael Cole. What about Triple H winning uh, the World uh, Heavyweight Championship? Or the WWE Championship. No. Coming out at number 30. Yeah. Ooh, that was a good one. Yeah, Triple Triple H putting himself over at yeah. like age 45 or whatever whatever he was at the time. Jason popped for that when we talked about it uh, on the last show. He said, <laughs> it's great. It's great. Anytime a Hall of Famer. Like, okay. So Hacksaw yeah. is going to win this year, and, and we'll all be I mean, that's fine. happy for it. So, uh, Royal Rumble coming up this Sunday. Let's go through the matches. I'm going to start with Sheamus taking on Shorty G. Man, you are starting off this card with one of the matches on this card. I'm bringing the heat. That did mean, yeah. I'm bringing the heat. You might need to turn it down a little bit. Okay. Uh, cranking it down to 325. Okay, that's I good. Added up at about 375. Can you cook anything at 325? Uh, you can cook a ham very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's going to be done in about nine hours. Yeah, you can cook a ham in a couple hours. Uh, Shorty G versus Sheamus. This is, I guess, Sheamus's big return. Uh, He kicked Shorty G's head off the other day. Why? Why is this even a thing? This this shouldn't be a thing. Why is Shorty G a thing? No, it shouldn't be. Why is the name a thing? It should be. Is he still dressing like like he's uh, wearing basketball clothes that are too big for him? I don't... I don't know. I haven't watched SmackDown in like a year. Uh, SmackDown's on right now, sir. Bobby Roode's on your screen. I'm actively not watching it. Although I am watching it in the reflection of this picture behind you. In the, Interesting. In the lavish Rhino, Rhino Estates. So I this is Seamus' big return, so I'm guessing he's winning. Right? Obviously. Okay. I mean, you, you're going to bring back a star or one of these stars. Star-ish. And then you're just going to put over or you're going to... You know, bury someone that you could probably build to be a star. Okay. Maybe change his name. Uh, Roman Reigns against King Corbin in a Falls Count Anywhere match. So this feud is apparently still going on. (sighs) Yep. As Baron Corbin throws Roman Reigns into a barricade. Okay. So my question, what are the chances that there is some kind of dog food in this match? Dude, there's been a lot of dog food lately. They must have a sponsorship with somebody. Uh Uh-huh. They were using like old. They were using nasty dog food. They were using that old Roy stuff. Ugh. So, so you're saying like eighty percent, eighty five? I'm gonna put it. I'll put it at seventy four percent. What are the chances that Roman Reigns feeds dog food to Baron Corbin? Oh my God! Oh Roman, he's got him back. He 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 redeemed himself. He fed fed dog food right back to him. You know it's gonna happen. Awful. You know it's gonna happen. So, Corbin's been repeatedly embarrassing Roman Reigns with said dog food. So, you would think that this would be the time that that Roman would come back and win and hopefully end this feud. But, is there a chance Corbin could win and then Reigns still gets over because he wins the Royal Rumble later that night? Don't, Dan. 
God. Michael, I know by me. Michael Jordan. Stop it. Get some help. No. I, I know by me putting that out into the ethos that that makes it more possible. But right now, the betting odds have Roman as the heavy favorite to win the Royal Rumble. <sighs> no. Stop it, Las Vegas. Would this be his second or his third? Second. Did we care about the first one? No. We hated the first hated one. Hated the first one. Booed heavily. Okay. Um, but he's a babyface now. He has been prominently at the end of Royal Rumbles for the last four years. Mm-hmm. Because he was in the last two uh, with Batista in that year, wasn't he? The year, the year that Batista won... It was down uh-huh. to him and Batista. And then he won the next year. The next year it was him and Rusev. Uh-huh. Um, and then he came out at 30 one year. Last year it was... I think he was like in the last four. Because mm-hmm. it was like him, Seth, uh, Braun Strowman, and someone else. There was, of course, the year that Triple H won. Because yeah. Roman was defending the title in there. And so then he, he was, was the last... He was there to almost the end. <sighs> yeah, you, got, you get pretty much... Plan that uh, Roman's going to have a long evening. He's not going to be in and out. But change it, it up. If if Roman wins the, the Royal Rumble, that means he's not winning earlier in the night. This could be if Roman wins early in the night, that means he's not winning the Rumble. If Corbin wins earlier in the night, there's a really good chance that Seth or that uh, Roman Reigns is winning that Royal Rumble. Now, if Roman Reigns wins the Royal Rumble, you know what we're getting. For the first time ever, we might get yep. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. I know. Once in a lifetime. Oh, man. Can you imagine that high-profile match, oh. like, headlining Hold WrestleMania? On. Break, breaking news, I uh, hope. Uh, this just in, that has headlined the last 17 WrestleManias. 17 WrestleManias? Apparently so. I, I don't know seems high. I don't believe you. That seems high. That's a long time ago. <laughs> it, seem, it seems impossible, but looking back on it, they have been wrestling. They have been feuding for a long time. Where'd you get this information? Uh, Wikipedia? Oh, okay. That makes sense. So then, you know, it's it's good. It's Wikipedia, I think, as Michael Scott would say, is the best because everybody can give their input into it so you know you're getting the, everybody's best ideas yep if like, it's just one person then that wouldn't be reliable but if we can get everybody to put their input into wikipedia then it's great yeah i believe so uh, uh so this has been the reason i say that roman could lose and then win later on because this has been a formula for the wwe going all the way back to the wrestlemania where Brett lost to Owen in the opening match and then came back and won the title later that night. Becky lost to Asuka last year at the Royal Rumble then came back and won the Royal Rumble later that night. Seth lost to Randy Orton at Mania and then cashed in the money in the bank later right. on. Yep. This is a formula. We've seen it before. It could happen again. And you'd be really excited. No. No, I would not. Does the feud end on Sunday? God, I hope so. I gotta hope so too. But what else do they have? Honestly, like, what else is Baron? What else is King Corbin gonna do? What else is Roman gonna do? But I mean, Roman's gonna Roman, win the Rumble. Stop it! And don't, don't do this face to me. either the Fiend or Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. <sighs> Boo! Boo! 
<laughs> Who's winning the match? I, I'm going to go with Corbin. False count anywhere. I'm going to go with Corbin. I think Corbin's going to do some kind of heel move to put himself over uh, Roman Reigns. Plus, it's been pretty even. I think it's been pretty evenly booked from what I've seen. Like, it's kind of gone back and forth for a while. Most of the dog food has been going on to Roman. It's because so. he's the big dog. That is true. He's got to eat. He's just trying to feed him. He's just got to feed him. Well, you just picked Baron Corbin. That means uh, Roman Reigns will win the Royal Rumble later that night. Let's go to the United States Championship. Andrade defending against the returning Umberto Carrillo. Boo! (laughs) I don't get the fascination with Umberto. God, I'm so excited. I don't get it. Uh, Umberto came back on Monday. He returned to help Rey Mysterio following his unsuccessful uh, opportunity at the United States title. This goes back to that weird United States title gauntlet we had Ugh. on Raw where they these guys fought for like an hour and nobody won. Right. And Seth Rollins got the U.S. title shot, who wasn't even in the match. Good for him. Uh, Andrade hit the DDT on Humberto on the concrete. And yeah. Like he was out for a little while and then he came back. You know, uh, when I was watching that, that Rey Mysterio and Andrade match, which was really good, by the way, on Raw. It was. Um... After that happened and the guy jumped the rail and he had the mask on, I was like, oh, who could this be? I'm like, this could be interesting. And then he took off the mask and I immediately turned off Raw. Oh. Yeah. I just, he just does that to me. I don't get I it. Don't, I don't get it either. I, somebody, Somebody's fascinated with him. Is it Vince? It's got to be. Why? But then, then we heard reports that like he was uh, Vince's fascination with Umberto was was waning and I said okay that makes sense to me because I, I don't get it I mean he's he, he's good in the ring but lots of people are good in the ring yeah but like he can't cut a promo in Spanish or English mm-hmm. and he's not an interesting character no. at all they, have, they haven't given us a reason to be interested in him now he comes out wearing a cape he looks like uh, the White Ranger kinda with the shoulder pads he does like a little skip hop I don't like that. Mm, I like that. I don't like. I don't like that. It's like, like he that. forgot how to walk. Yeah. It's like his his arms and his legs aren't aren't working together at the same time. I just don't like it. Uh, for me, it would be silly. I mean, I guess you, there's a little bit of a redemption there if Umberto wins, but to me, it's it makes no sense to take it off Andrade. Andrade is fantastic. I think he's bringing a lot of shine to that U.S. title that's been missing for a little while. And to me, it, it makes a lot of sense to keep the title on Andrade. I'm very worried that they don't keep it on Andrade mm-hmm. and they put it on Carillo. 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 Uh, but I'm going to go with Andrade uh, because I think he's because I think he is going to be the more established star. If I can carry the belt and give a little bit more prominence to it. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I just don't think Umberto's ready for anything like that yet. I don't think he's ready for anything. Anything. It's not nothing. Is he, is he ready for Asuka? Nobody is ready for Asuka. Well, Becky Lynch might be ready for Asuka. Oh, look at that segue. How about that? Becky Lynch hopefully is ready for Asuka for the, as uh, she defends her Raw Women's Championship against Asuka on Sunday. This has been probably the best built match on the car, don't you think? Definitely. Uh, it's also one of the more interesting ones. But I would say, really, it's the only interesting one that's on the card right now. Other than the, the actual Rumble matches. Yeah, yeah, besides besides yeah. those. But, I mean, those are for different reasons. But, sure. 
but the rest of this card is pretty meh. Meh. It's bad. Kinda. Yeah. Uh. I mean, Sheamus versus Shorty G is pretty good, though. That's a five-star match. I would think so. Uh huh. I mean, I hope they get. I hope they let him go like 35, 40 minutes. Maybe an hour. Just give him an hour. Give him an. <laughs> give him Omega Okada an hour Broadway. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So, uh, Becky taking on Asuka, like I said, one of the best-built matches on the card. Asuka being the one that Becky can't beat. Asuka made Becky tap at the Royal Rumble last year. Uh, Becky Lynch couldn't beat the, I almost call them the Sky Pirates. They are the, they're not the Sky Pirates. They are the Kabuki Warriors. The Kabuki Warriors. <laughs> Sky Pirates is Io Shirai and Kairi Singh. Right. Couldn't couldn't beat the Kabuki Warriors in handicap match. Couldn't beat them in the ladder match or the TLC match, even with the help of Charlotte. Giving Kyrie say multiple concussions. Yes, she's back though. Uh-huh. She wrestled the other day. I know, good for her. Yeah, I'm That's, glad she's back. That was scary. So, this is this is very intriguing because honestly, I've I've heard, I've seen a lot of ideas. That this match could actually go either way. The odds are in Becky's favor as far as betting-wise. You would think that the way they're setting it up, that this is Becky getting her redemption and kind of being the one of many in the next few months where she kind of rights the wrongs of the last year or so. Uh-huh. And we'll kind of get to what I think will, will happen at WrestleMania as, in regards to that. But I think with... With this setup here, having Becky go over Asuka makes a lot of sense. But what if Asuka wins? You know, does that set up a batch with two at WrestleMania with some kind of big stipulation? Maybe like a career versus title or something like that. You know, if you can't beat Asuka now, then you have to go away. You know, I I don't know. But I, I just think that Becky's got to win to go on to face the Royal Rumble winner. I just think I just think that's just what has to happen. Now, it makes a lot of sense for Becky Lynch to win uh, because she also lost to Asuka last year at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. But what if Asuka wins and then goes on to face Charlotte at WrestleMania? Because Charlotte's the one who ended the streak at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And then Asuka gets her revenge on Charlotte by beating her at WrestleMania. You, I, you could honestly, you could build a, a main event match either way. Obviously, though, Becky Lynch is going to win. If if Oscar wins, I think it would have to be with help. I think that you have a storyline there. If somebody like Shayna Baszler comes out and costs Becky the match, and that could set up Shayna and Becky at at Mania, maybe. I think if somebody like Ronda Rousey came out and cost Becky the match then that could set up Ronda and Becky and you wouldn't even have to have a title there. And there's already a story built in because Becky won without actually having Ronda's shoulders on the mat right. last year. Yep. And then you have Asuka with the title who can defend that title in another high-profile match. Yeah. So I think it's interesting either way. There's a lot of different things that you could do, but I am going to go with Becky Lynch because I think I think you're... We'll get more into it later on, but I, I have an idea what the main event for WrestleMania is going to be this year. Um, and it involves the Royal Rumble. Does it just involve Brutus? It does. Good Interesting. Guess. Interesting. Winning the Women's Royal Rumble for the first time. Well, James Ellsworth was the first ever Money in the Bank Women's winner. You were in the house for that. 
like, yeah. I, like, God, I hate wrestling. Uh, like, if I could go back and take all the money back that I put into wrestling over the years and just, like, buy a car or yeah, something. Yeah, because you guys were talking about on uh, the first part of the decade in review mm-hmm. with, Doug, how, with the great Dougie wrestling. Yeah. Who loves Natalia. Mm-hmm. Um, Big women's wrestling fan in general. Loves women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. You guys were talking about how we used to spend like 60 bucks yep. a month yep. to watch pay-per-views. Yep. God, why? <laughs> and then when there was WWE and WCW around, you had to, you know, pick what you, what you were going to do. I mean, for a while there, I thought I was smart by, like, going out to a place that was showing it, too. But then I'd end up, I'd still end up spending, like, 35 bucks. Yeah, at least you get food, though. Yeah. And, like, you know, ambiance. Come home smelling like smoke. Mm-hmm, which is great. great. Yeah, amazing. Which is fantastic. I'm going to go with Becky as well, just because I think she's going to face the Royal Rumble winner. And I'll talk about that when we get to the women's Royal Rumble later on. So but you're going means, with Becky as well? Yeah, so that means Becky's going to lose. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey defending against Lacey Evans. This one has not been as good of a build as the other women's title match, but it's got some intrigue into it. The The odds on this one are very close. I mean, this is almost a pick em. Really? As far as, I think uh, Bailey's like a minus 175 and Lacey's like a plus 150. It's very close to a pick em. So the odds could go either way. Lacey as a baby face is a little weird given how heelish she was on her first run on the main roster. But we just saw a segment with her on SmackDown. It seems to be kind of working. And I don't know why. Yeah, the crowd seemed a little half, a little split though, because you had like the me's all the way up in the top row. It was like boo, <laughs> and then there was a lot of You're people. drunk though. There you was guys a lot of people drunk. cheering for her. Um, I, I just couldn't be like less interested in this match. When you think about it, though, she should be a baby face. She's a former marine. She's a mom. She should be a baby face, but they made her so heelish. But she's a sassy Southern belle. Sassy doesn't have to be bad. I don't know, but she always like she likes to come out and be like, "You nasty," and then she throws their like weird like handkerchief. Yeah, she wipes it on her armpits in her underwear. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. Uh, well, Joey Ryan keeps a uh, like a like a six pack of uh, Tootsie Rolls in. That's the weird part of Joey Ryan. Yeah, his his penis has magical powers. We discussed mean, this in length. Who's in length? <laughs> yeah. With the emphasis on in length. Uh, Bailey, to me, not doing anything really is champ. So I, I honestly don't know. I don't I don't think either one of them winning makes sense. Because if Lacey wins, does she really have enough heat behind her to carry a, a major title? If Bailey wins, she's kind of just doing the same thing that she's been doing. She's just kind of spinning her wheels. Bailey and Sasha doing the, the thing as the top women's heels on uh, SmackDown roster. There's kind of a rumor floating around now that Bailey and Sasha could end up splitting up and wrestling at WrestleMania. I could see that. Maybe without a title on the line. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm just going to go with Bailey just because I'm not super interested in it. And I think that's the makes a little bit more sense than put the title on Lacey. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'll... I'll go ahead and split the the field with you. I'll go Uh-oh. with Lacey Evans. Oh, well, one of us is going to be right. One of us is going to be right. And then it's going to be a draw. They're going to go 60. Both of us are going to be wrong. Oh, cool. Elias is on TV now. Great. 
Remember how over he was as yep. a heel? Yep. What happened to that? Yep. Yep. Then they brought him back as a baby face mm-hmm. for some reason. Yep. And then he became a heel again for some reason. And now he's back as a baby face. And wearing a tiny tank top. Like an itty bitty tank top. Looks pretty buff though. Yeah, he does. Got that Dean Ambrose body going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A Universal Championship. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, defending against Daniel Bryan in a strap-on match? That's yeah, weird. that is really weird. It's a PG company. Not anymore. Ooh. <laughs> Not if they're having a strap-on match. Now, I'm very interested in this strap-on match. Now, what is a, a strap, like, legitimately? Like, a str- what is a strap-on match? No, nope. Uh, sh- uh, they're having a strap match. Uh, we oh. misread. Is that the one where they're like tied together and they gotta yep. touch the four corners, or yep. is that do they get to beat each other with the strap? Is it on a pole? Uh, it's they're tied together okay. because they were talking about how you can't escape me now, mm. fiend. Was Seth Rollins cutting that promo? That <laughs> sounds like a good sounds like a good Seth Rollins promo. Uh, I'm coming for you, fiend. St. Louis, Missouri, mm. in a steel cage. Salad steel cage. Salad. Mm-hmm. You don't like salad. Nope. Uh, but yes, this is one where they are they are tied together by a strap on. Uh, sorry, strap. Uh, <laughs> and they can't get away. But I, do they have to touch the four corners? I hate those matches. Those are dumb. Those are dumb. They're like, uh, oh, he touched three of them. Oh, it resets. And then they pull them for yeah. a long time. Yep. Like I away. saw Lex Luger against Stan Hansen in a strap-on match at the old Keel Auditorium Ooh. back in Starcade 1990. I, it, it was the drizzling shits. Now, didn't they have a strap-on match at the 2016 Royal Rumble between Mark Henry and someone, or was that at an Extreme Rules in St. Louis? I, who cares? I, I mean, honestly, it was, it was bad. So the the lead up to this is that. Bray Wyatt's dragging people to hell and changing them. Yep. So Daniel Bryan's back to being the old Daniel Bryan now. Babyface. And he, like, cut his hair and his beard and... Uh Uh-huh. Go on. I mean, that's all. That's all I got. Okay, but Kane came back. Kane did come back. Uh, They set up the Fiend. He took a day off from mayoring the capital of Tennessee. It's not the capital of Tennessee. Mm. We decided last week that Nashville was the capital. It's debatable. Not Knoxville. And Dan O'Brien got some couple of Bray's uh, dreadlocks. Yeah, not a good story. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. not at all. Uh, well, I th- to me, they're in a tough situation with Bray. And I believe Braun Strowman is singing on SmackDown right now. So God, SmackDown is the best Dude. TV show. Dude, on... it's the worst wrestling show on. Whoa! It's the worst. The wor- uh The worst. It's worse than all of them. It's. I mean, I every show, wrestling show on TV is better than SmackDown. Yeah. That's accurate. NWA really accurate. power is better. Impact's better. I'm guessing Ring of Honor is better. I haven't. St- I don't know where to watch it, but I'm assuming uh, it's better. Channel 11 at 11:30 at night on, on Saturday. Saturday? Yep. Good. I'll be in front of my TV with my popcorn ready to go. <laughs> so I, th- I think they're in a tough situation with Bray right now because yeah, they are. Uh, he's a character because of 
how the character has been built and presented. He can't be in the ring every week without overexposure. So he can't be like a fighting champ. So they basically, both their champions can't fight very often. No. On both both brands. And I honestly think Bray's cooling off a little bit. Kind of. Um, I don't know why, though. It, like he's, he's it's a really good character I, I it's it's all about the storybook it's like since he's become champion who's he fought the Miz yeah and Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. like he had a good match against Daniel Bryan at uh was it SummerSlam no Survivor Series that was a good yeah, match yeah that was okay um god I really hope they get rid of the red light though got to they have to it's it's dumb. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, but they're fighting in hell though. So are they? I mean, Houston. It's hot. I mean, a bunch of cheaters there. Bunch of che- yeah. Boo. 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 Houston Astros. If there's anybody, on, scene of the crime. That's where they're going to be. I know. If there's anybody in our viewership uh, that is a Houston Astros fan, boo. Yeah. Give boo your title you. back. Yeah. Give your title back. Give it to the Dodgers. Don't, don't do that. Don't yeah. give it to the Dodgers. Just, just vacate it. Just vacate it. No one won that year. No. We were on vacation. That's what they do like with the NCAA. They'll just say, like, no, you don't get that title anymore. Good. And nobody, they don't give it to the other team. They just say no, nobody won. Did you see, uh, I sent you an article about how the, the Dodgers or L.A. passed a like some kind of thing. Yeah. In, in their city council where they awarded the World Series to the, <laughs> to the Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> We should do that here in St. Louis. Just we give should. it to the Cardinals every year. Like, good job, guys. Like, you know. Wow. Okay. World yeah. champs, back to back. Back to back to back to back to every back. Every year. Ten years in a row. So as we get as we get back to this match here, I I think Bray has to win because I don't know what, what he does if he's not the champion. And Daniel Bryan's kind of bulletproof at this point. Yeah. There's a, he nothing losing doesn't really do anything for him. I I guess there could be an interesting story if if Bray does lose the title, he could like the fiend could kind of drift more into madness, you know, not having that title. But so I guess it would be kind of interesting. But I I think the fiend's got to win. They built him up so much to where you're gonna need a shotgun to take him down, and even that might not even do it. Now, maybe Dan O'Brien does have a shotgun. Mm, Who knows? I didn't think um, about that. But the Fiend doesn't need the title. And I think they established that before they gave him the belt. Is is he didn't need any he doesn't need a championship. And actually it doesn't really make sense for the Fiend to like to be going after a championship because he's like Chaos and look at me mm-hmm. and I like to do whatever I want. And I'm a big they did evil go person. Through a, they did go through a lot of trouble to make that title with the, yeah. with like the skin, like the Necronomicon title. So it's probably going to be, it'll be the Fiend. Like he'll he'll probably get a more handed victory. Like he'll actually probably beat Daniel Bryan pretty badly, mm-hmm. um, which will establish him even further. Daniel Bryan seems to be the only one that's not totally taken out of his game by the, the Fiend lately. Well... This is gonna be it, and maybe uh, and Daniel Bryan has a history of losing to Bray Wyatt at Royal Rumbles. He does, by the uh, way. He's lost multiple times, but I, I, this this could be uh, looking on all these matches. This could be one of the better matches on the card. 
Despite think, it being a strap-on match? Yeah. I mean, we'll see. But hopefully it's not one of those four corners matches because those suck. Dude, it... I don't know. It, it's got the potential for being real shit. Yeah. And, I, and I've told you off-air that I thought I really liked Bray Wyatt, but then looking back on it, he's had my worst batch of the year winner two out of the th- last three years with the, the stupid projection match with where they projected spiders and worms on the the ring at WrestleMania against Randy Orton, and then the awful Hell in a Cell match that somehow ended in a no contest against but Seth last year. But it's always because they try to do some kind of stupid, like, gimmick thing to his matches. Like... Like a red light? There's, like, a red or a light. strap-on? Yep, strap-on. Um, the stupid Hell in a Cell match that ended for some reason. Um... The the projector match, the uh, haunted that the house, haunted mansion, the haunted mansion, <laughs> yeah, uh, like all of these matches, like he doesn't need to have spooky ooky matches. He could just go and have a match with Randy Orton or Daniel Bryan. Like he's done it before. Did they have the red light the first? So the first time the Fiend ever fought against Finn Balor, mm-hmm. they didn't have a red light. Mm-mm. When you're the champion, though, you get to pick the lighting. But every match after that had a red light. Yeah. But he didn't have the championship in the Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. So why why do we need it? <laughs> because it's they're in hell. You said it yourself. <sighs> you know, it makes no it's awful. It makes no it. sense. I don't know why they, they keep going to it. Nobody likes it. It's hard to see when you're there. It's hard to see on TV. It's really hard to see when you're in a red fucking cage with <laughs> red lighting. That's great. Uh, I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt, though, in uh, via strap-on. I'm also going to go with uh, Bray Wyatt. With the strap-on for the win. With the strap-on for the win. It's kind of like Clue. I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt with the strap-on in the uh, conservatory. Some people would say that Dan O'Brien's going to get a little bit of a surprise. Oh no! <laughs> From a strap on? Maybe that's not good. We'll see. Uh, women's Royal Rumble match. Hey, we have five confirmed entrants. Although we were just watching TV and uh, Carmella and Dana Brooke were talking a lot. Well, so let me change up my pick to win now. <laughs> As, hold on, if I could just. Nope, still the same winner. All right. So the ones we have confirmed, we'll go ahead and throw Dana Brooke and Carmella in there because it doesn't matter. We've got Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Sarah Logan, and Natalia. So that gives us seven. It's a lot of people. Is, but there's normally 30. Well, this year they're only having like 15. Oh. Yeah. So we're halfway there. Yep. Living on a prayer. <laughs> bon Jovi coming to uh, St. Louis July 23rd. Cool. Yeah. Sponsored by the Rhino Wrestling Review. I saw, I sent you guys a list the other day of, it was an article that somebody wrote. It was every Rock and Roll Hall of Famer ranked from best to Bon Jovi. As Bon Jovi being the best. Bon Jovi was literally last. No. <laughs> out of like 234 entrants. Living on a Prayer is a pretty good song, though. Oh, by the way, congratulations to the Notorious B.I.G. for making the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. Oh, Class of 2020. Nice. Yep. Uh, the odds we've got here on uh, from our friends at Bavoda, or Bavada, Bavoda, Bravada, Bavada. Oh yeah, we'll go some kind that. of gambling site. Uh, they have the favorite as Shayna Baszler 
at a minus 500. Five to one favorite. That's pretty steep odds. Her. Uh, second favorite is Charlotte at a plus 200. We've got Sasha at a plus 800. Ronda Rousey, at a, who's not announced, at a plus 950. Rhea Ripley at a plus 1500. Huh. Uh, Lacey Evans at a plus 2000. So you could lay down 100 bucks. If Lacey Evans wins, you get two grand. I don't like those odds. No, I don't like that either. What about Dana Brooke at a plus 6,500? There you go. She was just on SmackDown. She And she just announced she's going to be in it. So there you, you go. Can, you can lay down. We can go 50 each. Put two and two together. We can go 50 each, lay down 100 bucks uh-huh. on Dana Brooke. We get $6,500. I was going to say, we, we both spend $50 each, bet on it, and then we both lose $50. <laughs> so. That is 100% true. Uh... My first question to you, as I told you this before we started recording, what are five, some of the best parts about the Royal Rumble are the surprises. What are five surprises you would like to see? You want to give me, you want to go back and forth, maybe give me one? Yeah, we can go back and forth. So this is not necessarily things that are going to happen, but in your ideal world, what would be one of the surprises you would like to see? Now, are we talking about like people? It can be. Or are we talking like events? Can be. Either okay, one. Cool. Either one. Sadie Hawkins, ladies' um, choice. So I want to go with. Well, I'll start off with Ronda Rousey enters the Royal Rumble at number thirty. Ugh, God, it pains me to say it. So I have Ronda Rousey on my list as well as surprises I want to see because. I mean, I didn't say I want to see it. I I, I do kind of want to see it. <laughs> I do kind of want to see it. I think I think that she's been gone since WrestleMania, so it's been what like eight months. If she wants to come back, I think the time is right to get on that road to WrestleMania. You got and that starts at the Royal Rumble. So that is that was one of my five as well. Okay. So you think that you think that is going to happen, but you don't want to see it? Yes. Okay. Uh, one of my surprises that I would like to see, and I don't know if this is possible, but I don't think she's signed it anywhere. Wouldn't it be cool if Kylie Ray was one of the surprises in the Royal Rumble? That'd be cool. Even if she doesn't sign with the company, uh-huh. I think it would still pop the crowd. I think she's a big enough star. And they have a lot of empty spots. I'm guessing the entire NXT women's roster is going to be in the Royal Rumble. So, funny you mentioned that. So, the day before NXT, or the day before the Royal Rumble is NXT uh, Worlds, Worlds Collide. Collide. Where is that? Is, uh, it, is it in Houston? We'll have an intern look it up. We'll have an intern look it up. Uh, I think it is in Houston. Okay, because I was confused. I thought it was somewhere else. And I was like, man, that's a lot of travel if you're going to have all your NXT stars in one place and then have them travel for the Royal Rumble. It is in Houston, Texas at okay. the Toyota Center. Okay. So they'll be in town. Interesting. Not as many spots available for NXT people in the men's Rumble, but in the women's Rumble. Not as we many got spots like, either. We well, got like 23 spots. Uh, well, there's, let, me do, let me do the math. So let's see. We got Charlotte Flair. Yep. Alexa Bliss. Yep. Nikki Cross. Yep. Sarah Logan. Yep. Natalia apparently ha- is is good enough for five people. You uh, no. have that next to her name. <laughs> no, uh, five means that five have been confirmed. Ah. And then you've got, of course, Carmella and your pick, Dana Brooke. No, no, no. No, no. She's not my pick. You said we were going 50 each. We were going to both lose 50. Oh, yeah. that's what you meant. Okay. Uh, so that's. I want Kylie Ray in the Rumble. Oh, all right. I like that. 
Give me another one of your uh, surprises. Um, I mean, you have Brock Lesnar entering the Royal Rumble, so Brock wins the Women's Rumble too. I like or, it. Or, or why not Becky Lynch enters the Royal Rumble? I mean, if you're gonna have Brock Lesnar do it in the Men's Royal Rumble, Becky Lynch could enter in the Women's Royal Rumble. Prove that she's the man. She's the man's man. Uh, so she like wins. That. She wins the title. She retains the title and then comes out and wins the Rumble and then. Sets up something, something at Mania. I mean, because you can start any feud from the Rumble, uh, but I think that'd be kind of cool to see her. Like she's like, oh well, Brock Lesnar can do it. I can do it myself. So I've got Kylie Ray as one of my surprises. I want to see. I want to see Ronda Rousey. I would. I don't know if she's ready to come back, but what about Nia Jax? Boo! It's been a a long time. What, is she going to come in and break someone's face? Maybe. Oh, man. I was thinking that the other day, too. You don't want Nia back? I just don't want to see her anymore. Ever? I I never was never really a fan. I mean, she was like the Road Warriors in NXT. No, she wasn't. She wasn't even that good. She Uh, won like six titles. She won no titles. Hmm. Hmm. I'll have an intern look that up. Pretty sure she won a lot of titles. No titles. Oh, um, we're getting a... Uh, getting, uh, hold on, breaking news here. Oh, we have a thing there. Uh, Jason Calcibetta texting in from Vegas. What? Says, you see the uh, high school video of kids in the lunchroom. I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's uh, very cryptic. So we kind of... Uh, we kind of uh, jumped the gun on the breaking news there. I thought maybe uh, there were some, some big happenings in Vegas. He was going to tell us about, you know, the odds breaking down. Or... Nah. Oh, did you see that you can, uh, they're doing like a DraftKings thing for yeah. the Royal Rumble? I think yeah. we need to, after we get done recording here, we need to Start look that up. Start betting on and, stuff? Yeah. Huh. Let's just, we'll get together and make some picks. Can't hide money. Yeah. I'll throw, I'll throw in the money. You can just help me with the picks. Okay. Because my picks are shit. Uh, I said Nia Jax. Give me another surprise that you want to see, or that you think we're going to see. See, I did things that I want to see. You know what? We're going to go with my joke one. Uh, James Ellsworth enters the Royal Rumble. Nice. At number 30. Nice. God, that'd be... Now, James Ellsworth, is he still uh, fondling underage women? Probably. Okay. So probably not. Mm, you never know. I could see, uh, I was going to say maybe Santina Morella. But uh, I think I mean, he's working for Impact, or she's I mean, working for Impact. Right Dan, now. it's 2020, okay? You know, Bob Rude was just doing a bunch of steroids, allegedly. Allegedly. Actually, no, not allegedly. Yeah. Didn't they say that that was... I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, you seen him? Uh, he's, like, he's like 50, jacked, jacked to the dude. gills. <laughs> um, yeah, that's just a stupid one. Like, that's a funny one. That could be, uh, 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 James Ellsworth, but he wins it. I got another one that I think would be really cool with all the... I. I think it's it's interesting with all these available spots. How cool would it be to see AJ Lee? God, that'd be amazing. And it could make a lot of sense, honestly. Her name's come up a little bit lately on the WWE Backstage show. Oh, I like that. And like then that. Uh, I'll just go ahead and give you my last one because it's rumored out there. We've got a little bit of a, a spoiler warning here. But Taya Valkyrie recently dropped the Impact Women's title to Jordan Grace on a taped episode. And her husband, Johnny 
Impact Morrison Mundo Nitro Smackdown. Johnny Smackdown, Just uh, recently came back to the company. Could Taya Valkyrie be following, even if she wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't think she would win, but it could be like an AJ Styles situation where she comes in, gets a big pop, has a nice run, and then joins that women's division. Yes. I, I think that could Would happen. you be on board with that? Are you you a fan? Fine. That's fine. You're okay with... That's fine. I, like, I'm... I don't really watch enough Impact to like cast judgment on Ty Valkyrie. Like she's got a really strong jawline, though. You like her, that? Her and Tessa Blanchard. Mm-hmm. I don't she think was... you're gonna see Tessa. No, that's a lot of racism. Yeah. You can only have so much racism, and Hulk Hogan's already there. So. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Hogan's gonna manage her. Uh, how many do I have left? I lost uh, count. Well, I did Kylie Ray, Nia Jax, Ty Valkyrie, AJ Lee, and Ronda Rousey. Okay. Uh, well, we're gonna see some kind of legend in there. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Trish kind of retired. She retired. We could see Lita, uh, but we saw would, Lita last year. And would you really care? Like, you know she's not not going to win. We saw a lot of Legends last mm-hmm. year. So I think it might be a little bit lighter on the Legends. So let's... I kind of hope so. Like, we I, we kind of got that out of our system last, last we'll go year. Go with Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she could be in there. Uh, I, you're going to see a decent amount of NXT ladies in that, which apparently now it's not the NXT Women's Championship anymore. Apparently it's just not. the NXT Championship. It's 2020, That's well, confusing. It is. There's two NXT champions. Yeah. One's a man. One's a woman. Yeah. They need to unify those titles. I'm confused. I am really confused. Um, and then we'll go with my last one is uh, Paige Returns. Mm. From a lengthy absence and makes her uh, long-awaited return to the WWE ring. I've heard that being thrown around. Paige is kind of trying to throw everybody off the scent and make it sound like she's never going to wrestle again still. But Paige here. You never know. We never thought Daniel Bryan was going to wrestle again either. Nope. And that would be a huge pop yep, it would. if Paige came out. I'd be and fine she's, with it. And she's got some... Some payback headed toward the Kabuki Warriors. Yeah. Too. So if, if there's an established storyline in there. the Rumble, that could be very interesting. Who is your pick, and what does it set up for WrestleMania? My pick is Ronda Rousey, and it sets up Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey in a singles match to headline WrestleMania for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. That is also my exact pick. Yes. Uh, Ronda Rousey. So. Ronda Rousey right now at a plus nine fifty. If we think that's going to happen, we got to throw some some money down on there. I, I mean, is it that like? Apparently, it's. I I think it's pretty. I think it's obvious. I think it's obvious too. It's it's really obvious. You haven't seen her in almost a year. Uh, it that's the last time we saw her. She lost her title without without actually getting, getting pinned. pinned. It's the perfect storyline to set up for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect match or it's the perfect setup for a main event for the first ever women's singles match mm-hmm. instead of a triple threat and you could say oh two years in a row becky headline and, and this the, time it's yeah. a singles match the women are doing it again and women are bra- we talked about it on the the show last right. week there's you know, first first women's this first women's this first women's this exactly there's still there is still no bigger star in the wwe right now than becky lynch mm-hmm. so you're gonna have her in the main event you don't. You're not gonna not have her in the main event. It just depends on who it's gonna be up against. Is it gonna be up against Charlotte, or is it gonna be up against Ronda Rousey? Yeah, that Shayna Baszler at a minus five hundred, man. 
But that doesn't I, make a, that doesn't make as much sense. It doesn't. I don't think it does either. Unless you go into like a little bit more of a like a fantasy booking is where it's Shayna Baszler and and Becky Lynch and they're well, no, that wouldn't make sense. But if Shayna Baszler is like the last one in the ring and so is Charlotte, and Ronda Rousey comes out and helps Charlotte or helps Shayna Baszler win. Then you could set up Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte and Becky. Now I will t- I will say that there is a little bit of a story there with Shayna and Becky. If you go back to Survivor Series, Shayna is the one who won that triple threat match, that headline Survivor Series, and then Becky destroyed Shayna afterwards for seemingly no reason, just right. to be a sore loser, which is what a heel would do. Yeah, she did the Hulk Hogan pulling Sid Justice out of the out of the ring and got the hero's welcome for it or the hero's ovation for it so there that was never addressed after that happened no so there Shayna could win and then come out the next night on Raw and address that and that's something yeah but do you do you really care about seeing that I care less to see Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch than I do about seeing Ronda Rousey versus and you don't like Ronda at all. No, I don't. But I, you'd rather see that. I think that's a main event. I mean, that's a main event. I think so, too. Like, that's There's easy. a lot of star power there. That's easy. So we're both going with Ronda for the surprise entry and the surprise win and setting up Ronda and Becky at WrestleMania, which means it won't happen. No, it definitely is not going to happen. And let's get to the Men's Royal Rumble match. We got a lot of folks confirmed for this. 24, in fact. Not as many as the women's one. Hmm. Well, I don't see anybody on here. Big E is worth 24 people? Nope. That just happens to be the last one on the list. Huh. And the 24 is telling you how many are confirmed for the Rumble. Okay. I'm getting very nasally, by the way, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying not to pull a calcibetta and sniff into the microphone. I'm trying to... <laughs> but I'm, I'm getting very congested we need, uh, as we, we need, like, here. smelling salts. Smelling salts. Like... We got whiskey. Yeah. Sniff it? Yeah. We just... just a little snifter. Doesn't, doesn't really work. A little snifter. Uh, we've got the confirmed entrance. Brock Lesnar, who will be coming in at number one as your uh, WWE champion. We've got Roman Reigns. We've got King Corbin, who we could see Corbin wrestle twice on Sunday, which is kind of a big deal. Oh, what a year to be living right now. Yeah, wrestling's great. Wrestling is, I would say, the worst. Yeah. The worst. Yeah, it's not great. Why do we do a podcast about wrestling? Because we're, we're pieces of shit. Uh, it's like uh, every single day, it's just like, oh, look, it's Baron Corbin, it's Roman mm-hmm. Reigns. God, wrestling sucks. Wrestling evolves. Wrestling doesn't evolve. It's like, uh, I think it just gives us an, an excuse to hang out, which is cool. And to hate on something together. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So you just answered your question. We're back on it. Uh, yeah. Dolph Ziggler, he That's could great. win. Eric Rowan, he's got that thing in a cage. You think that debuts at the Royal Rumble? God, that's probably going to be an entrant. So that's one of your surprises right there is going to be the thing in the cage. What do you think that is? We never discussed it. Um, I put on Twitter the other day that I think it is a, a script for a good storyline. <laughs> now, did you see the time, the one time where uh, he stuck his hand in the cage? He did, and it bit him. And, it bit, and he had blood on his yeah, hand. Yeah, Doug thinks it's a... That it's Hornswoggle. <laughs> it could be Hornswoggle. He got maybe he got a paper cut from the script. See, there you go. See, I or think the staple. I think it's the gobbledygooker. Wow, 
Like a miniature version. Uh huh. Like his his son or something. Could be. Could be hand. Could be. Ooh. Hand would be grown now though. Like would he would, though? I don't he know. I don't know, I don't know the biology of, <laughs> of how hands grow when they're birthed from eighty year old women. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know how any of that stuff works. And wrestling was good back in the nineties. Well, you're right? a teacher. You should know this. Stuff. It used to be. Yeah. Now I just put books on shelves. Right. And whatnot. We've got AJ Styles. We've got Randy Orton. Uh, Randy Orton's going for that illustrious uh, God. third yeah. Royal Rumble victory. Ty Stone Cold Steve Austin. I hope that doesn't happen. Mm. Uh, Elias. He's going to sing a song. Now, I could see if he was coming out at one, but... Yeah, he'll do it anyway. Okay. It doesn't matter. Uh, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Tucker and Otis... There you go. There's one of them could win. Ooh, tucky tucky. Rusev, Bob Lashley, you number one. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, oh no. S- steal my wife. Hey, that's not nice. We just got married. <laughs> In a beautiful ceremony. Unpredictable. Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, Braun Strowman, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh huh. Seth Rollins, there Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and then just recently announced Kofi Kingston and Big E. And Big E's worth 24 people. He's so. not. He's not. Like, you can't just put numbers next to people's names on the on the notes. It's confusing. It, it confuses me. So here's what I don't like about it. I don't like having so many confirmed. That like, is a lot. I like to have a little bit of mystery. I also... I'm concerned about the lack of representation from NXT in this. Yeah, because this only gives you six spots to play with. 30 and minus 24 is six. Yep. I'm good at math. You are good at math. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, that's a little worrying. Now, you could have a couple of these people who do that, like, they enter the Royal Rumble, but then they get beaten down by someone like a surprise early on. God, I hope Eric Rowan gets beat up. I hope like the thing in the cage like doesn't let go of, let go of him or something, and he can't get to the ring, and then somebody good comes out. But yeah, it's a little worrying. Um, I like my surprises. I like it too. And I don't think there's a lot of surprises. There's, there's not a lot of room there, especially if you throw a few NXT guys in there, uh, which they've been announcing that if like these little commercials, they say that all three brands are going to be. You know, heading to the Rumble, but we haven't seen hide nor hair of any NXT mentions. You would think that like the entire NXT women's roster is going to be on there, just because you got to have bodies, yeah, to put out there. We only have five people announced. But you you've got to throw some NXT people men in the in the Rumble too. There's some people that deserve to to be in there. But once you throw some NXT people in there, that kind of leaves no room for surprise. And I'm not saying you got to throw legends in there, but it's cool to have surprises each year. Well, I mean, then, too, like, if you go back, so, like, is Sheamus or Shorty G going to be in there? Is Andrade going to be in there? Carrillo? I think you got to put Shorty G in. you got to. Um, what about The Fiend or Daniel Bryan? One of those guys can enter. Like, then that takes up even more spots. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let's go through the odds real quick. Right now, uh, Roman Reigns is the odds-on favorite at a minus 350. That means you'd have to throw down 350 bucks to win 100. Brock is the second favorite at a plus 200. Drew McIntyre at a plus 450. 
Cain uh, Velasquez at a plus 550. Will, can you give me your... Boo. Boo! Thank you. Well, the, okay, well, there you go, right there. There's one of the spots. He already said he was going to be in there. Fuck me. So there's one of the spots. Fuck me. So that's 25 people that have technically been Cool. Announced. Great. Cool. Fantastic. Uh, CM Punk at a plus 600. Edge at a plus 750. And Kofi Kingston has the same odds as Lars Sullivan at a plus 5,000. Lars Sullivan is not going to be entering anything ex- except for a, a gentleman. There you go. Like not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, it's 2020. Uh, Baron Corbin at a plus 6,600. Ooh. Wow. That means he's winning. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he's going to Wrestle. He's going to headline WrestleMania. Corbin at a plus six. Corbin has worse odds than Lars Sullivan. If that tells you anything. Man. Uh, let's go into some surprise. We're not going to have a lot of surprises, but let's go to some you might want to see. Give me one of your surprises that you think we are going to see or that you want to see. Well, one of the five people that haven't been announced. Um, I'll go with. I was going to go with Edge. Um, I think Edge has been. He's been talked about a lot lately. Where there's and smoke, he, there's fire. He keeps going back and forth like there's someone. Old Davy Boy Meltzer uh-huh. is announcing that he's you know been cleared to compete. And who, who does Dave Meltzer work with? What's his... Uh... How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. Ah. He's been really quiet this whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's because he knows he can't stack up against two hard scrambled eggs journalists. Yeah, he's like kind of just... He's a little intimidated, a little bit. I think. It's fine. But yeah, I, I had Edge, Edge on my list, too. I think if, if he is coming back, it needs to be now. Yes. And if, he, if we don't see him at the Rumble, I don't... Or if we don't see him like the Monday after Mania, I don't think he's he's coming back. Which, if if he's not healthy, he shouldn't. But if he's healthy, I'd love to see it. If we don't see him at the Royal Rumble, he's going to be at the stupid uh, Crown Jewel event in February. Oh fuck you! Yeah, I'm sorry. That's it's that Saudi paycheck though. Uh, I had Edge on my list. Another one that I had on my list that I would think would be cool in the Rumble because I think it could cause a cool moment. With Brock coming in at one, we know he's, if he doesn't win, he's going to at least be there close to the end. So he's going to get a a chance to interact with a lot of people maybe that he doesn't normally interact with. I would love to see Matt Riddle be a surprise entrant. Matt Riddle has been on record saying that he wants to be the one to retire Brock Lesnar from professional wrestling. They both have the UFC background, both had a lot of success in, in mixed martial arts. I think... The marks that are familiar with that backstory would pop hard for it. Bro. Bro. And I think that that would be a cool... I think it would be cool to see him come to the ring to hear his music hit, but I think it would also be cool if he had a stare down with Brock Lesnar. That would be very neat. Uh, I'm going to go with... I'm on my second one. I'm going to go with the person to eliminate Brock Lesnar. Could be Drew McIntyre. They're putting a lot behind Drew lately. And he might be a pick to win. He's third favorite right now. Which he's Jason's pick to win. I already know that right now. Wait, he's phoning it in from Las Vegas. Yeah, it's Jason sent us a picture. Very poorly misspelled. Oh, of course. Uh, it says Drew, Drew McIntyre win Royal Rumble. You you bullshit with your picks. Uh, you, you know Drew's good. He's gonna face Lesnar headline WrestleMania. That's a that's a that's a main event 
anywhere. Anywhere? Maybe an impact. He's, I think J- Jason sent us a like a picture of like a fan made WrestleMania poster the other day. It was Drew and, and Brock? They're really pumping Drew up. And you sold re- your ticket right away. Oh, immediately. Yeah, you're just like. I, I mean, I don't even well, care I'm, if it's fake. I'm no, selling my ticket. Well, <laughs> I ain't going. Not this year, my friend. See, I'm gonna go with. Uh, the person to eliminate Brock Lesnar, unless it's like a really big surprise, it's gonna be one of these, one of these established stars, and I think the one who gains the most out of it's gonna be Drew. Uh, another one that I had, I like that by the way. Yeah. Uh, another one that I had is somebody who's been off NXT TV for a while. If he's healthy, I think it would be cool to see him come out with a big entrance. That's the Velveteen Dream. Velveteen. Dream. T-R-E-A-M is... Yeah, he's been gone for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that actually, actually, that's that's a good one. I, I think it'd be, it, it's a good opportunity to bring him back without ha- him having to, you know, job somebody out. Put or, him in front or, of a big crowd. Yeah, have, make him ha- let him have a nice little run and then toss him out. And then he shows up on NXT on Wednesday. He's back. Go, goes back after the uh, Undisputed Era. So we'll go back to NXT for my third one. Uh, Adam Cole, baby, hey, baby. Uh, will be in the Royal Rumble. God, you would think that he has to be in. With there. the year, with like the year that he had last year, going up into this year, I think it would be the perfect opportunity for him to be in the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I would like to see him go into the Final Four. Mm-hmm. I, I think if you're like, because he's your top star on NXT, yeah. it makes a lot of you sense. You really want to want to keep pushing that brand. If he survives his match with, uh, uh, what's his face? Walter? Walter. Oh, Jesus Christ. He, Adam Cole will not be at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> he will. He will I don't be know. A, I, we've seen him jump off the top of a cage and yeah, but go through this multiple is Walter tables. We're talking. Walter hurts people, for real. <coughs> this is not doing something wimpy like jumping off the top of the cage through a table. Sonic boom, sh- chop. Jesus put Christ. Him, put him in the, puts him in the land of winning ghosts. Uh, I'm going to, just for fun, I'm just going to throw The Undertaker out there as one of mine. I think that in a big arena like uh, Minute Maid Park or a big big ballpark like that, you hit the lights. Even if he doesn't win, if he's going to be at Mania this year, which I don't know if he is or not, but he he's been usually doing something at Mania. If he's going to do something at Mania, might as well hop on the road to WrestleMania at the Royal Rumble, even if he doesn't win it. Just have him go out there, throw some people out, and have a nice little run and tip his cap and head out yeah no i wouldn't mind seeing that too i think i know we're both saving for number five Go uh, for it. no I, i'm on number four right. still uh, i'm gonna go with god you know what there's gonna be a woman in the royal rumble in the men's royal rumble interesting maybe nia Jax comes in in the men's royal rumble not the women's now she's done that before right yes she did it last year okay did Didn't she, she? Or- Two years ago? Before there was a Women's Rumble? I think she did it last year. I don't remember. But I think she could do it again this year. I mean, why not? It's It makes... Because they're trying to bridge that gap right now with Becky Lynch saying that there shouldn't be a Women's Championship. Yeah. 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 So there's going to be some woman in the Royal Rumble, but Nia Jax is the one that makes the most sense. Gotcha. And you're number the, five. Number one, the big surprise that you... Are hoping that we're on you the same see? page? I think so. CM, CM Punk. Punk. Yep. 
Look in my eyes, what do you see? The cult of personality. I'm surprised I could get my voice up that high. That was good. That was real good. I'm struggling to breathe. I thought it was in living color sitting like right next to me. I believe it's just living color. I thought Uh, it was in living color. In living color is the... TV show, uh, the sketch comedy show that was on Fox yeah. with the Wayans brothers. Look, there's there's more tie-ins. In mm-hmm. Living Colors on Fox, SmackDown's, Smackdown's on Fox. SmackDown's on Fox, yep. Uh, uh, the Between the Ropes, what is it called again? That segment or the thing they do that's with CM Punk? Uh, yeah. The the one that one watches? Backstage. Backstage, yeah. WWE backstage, yep. whatever it is. That's mm-hmm. on Fox. Yep. There you go. All ties together. Synergy. How cool would it be if CM Punk came out at the Royal Rumble? It would be one of the biggest pops in the history of pro wrestling. The only thing that makes it even cooler is that CM Punk comes back at the Royal Rumble and wins the Royal Rumble to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. You know what? He wouldn't even need to win the Royal Rumble. If he came, if he came into the Royal Rumble and eliminated Brock Lesnar, and then somebody eliminated Punk, then I think you're make you get two matches out of it. You get CM Punk against Brock Lesnar, and then you get whoever wins the Royal Rumble uh, get going after the Fiend. The Fiend. Yeah, you could do that. Um, because CM Punk's been gone for a long time, and I don't think Vince McMahon's going to give him. Like title match. The, I don't think he's going to be like, oh, I'm going to have him. Goddamn, pal! I'm gonna have him come back and win the Royal Rumble and get a championship match. No, he hates. He hates. He him. hates him, but he loves money, though. He does love money. He does love money, and, and that's a money match. If, if CM Punk's at Mania, no matter how much money he wants, it's you're you're going to. I mean, you're probably gonna you're gonna sell Mania out anyway. Easy. I guess so that. I don't know if you if you really need CM Punk, but. It just feels like this Rumble's lacking something. It is for it to be like a like a big stadium show, and I think that, and especially as a surprise, like a few years ago when Batista came out, but he came out like a month before and said he was going to be there. That didn't feel as cool. No, if he would have Batista would have been a surprise after being away for like four years. I think people would have been a lot better, more receptive to it. But CM Punk, you know, surprise or no, he's going to, you know, get the biggest reaction one of the biggest reactions in the history of pro wrestling if he if he comes out well because i always thought it was weird too that when they brought when he kind of technically re-entered the wwe universe he did it on that that show and like it took a lot away from it and i was like man if he comes out on raw or smackdown i'm like i don't really think it's gonna have as much of an impact Mm -hmm. and i was thinking about it too and like if he comes out at the royal rumble as soon as you get that hit of music Mm -hmm. Like the whole crowd's just gonna lose yep. their shit. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, it's good. it would be amazing. And and I don't think, like right now, with you leaving, such, like so many few spaces for a big surprise entrance, you need to have something. The, the edge is the su- not the surprise. The surprise, the surprises that you have better be good ones. Yeah, edge is a good one. He, it's a edge good is one. A really good one. But I don't think that's one where we're going to be, oh my god, remember when Edge came back at the uh at the tw- or the 2020 Royal Rumble? Yeah. Like if CM Punk comes back, we'll we'll talk about that for forever. A while. Plus that sets 
you know a multi- multitude of storylines going down the road. Yep. Like I said, he could he could win it and challenge Brock for the one thing CM Punk has always said that he never got was that main event at WrestleMania. And somebody said, well, you kind of had the main event because you fought The Undertaker. And they, they don't just have one main event. They have like four main events at Mania. But we all know that the match that goes on last at WrestleMania yeah. is the main event. Even when he had the championship belt, I believe he fought uh, The Miz that one year, didn't he? God. And that wasn't even a, a main event. Well, we talked about on the on the decade in review that when even when he was the champion, he wasn't headlining shows. No, not 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 just Mania. I'm talking about any like backlash. He wasn't even no, he was headlining that. Yeah. So, uh, how cool would that be? Even if he doesn't win, if it sets up something with Brock, there's a story there with Paul Heyman and everything. You know, I think there's. So much that you could tell there, and Brock against CM Punk, which means it's not going to happen because no. it's cool. We can't do cool stuff in in WWE, but how cool would that be for a WrestleMania match? It'd be amazing. Uh, and and when he was on uh, backstage this week, like he looked looked good. He looked good, and he looked like he was ready to somehow make a debut in WWE. So I'm going to throw a few out here. I'm going to go with the the three top favorites. I'm going to ask you what you th- if they win, what does it set up for WrestleMania? So if Brock wins as the fa- as the second favorite right now, does that do they kind of do a storyline where they say, well, nobody's ever done this before because the Royal Rumble has always been for who was going to face the champion. When the champion wins, what does that do? Does that kind of set up like a you know? WTF situation storyline, which could be kind of interesting. Like, what happens now leading into WrestleMania? Or does it set up Brock against the winner of The Fiend and Daniel Bryan? Um, If Brock wins, what happens? If Brock wins, I think it creates more issues than it does good storylines. What does he do at Mania if he wins? I think he fights The Fiend, which is one of the rumored matches I've been hearing for a while. Um, unification is it a unification match though i don't think it is because both both shows need a bell right they seem to think they do the wwe seems to think do you, they do. do you think fox is going to be like ah you know if the fiend loses the the main or if the fiend loses the belt you know we're fine not having a main belt on on our fox show well if it if they unify them though then the champ could be like the 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 uh, undisputed champ used to be on both shows, then Fox could say, "Oh, we get Brock Lesnar now." But Brock Lesnar quit the last time he was on SmackDown. But now he's the champ. Which champ. Apparently, you can do Brocky two belts <laughs> and then just go to the other brand. Yep. When you were drafted to one brand. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. But the robot drafted him, so it didn't count. Ah. Uh, see. What's his name? Cletus. Cletus. God damn. So if Brock wins, you think it sets up Brock and the Fiend. What if Roman Reigns wins? Boo. Does he go after Brock for the first time ever? We've never seen it. That's a money match. Does he go after the winner of the Fiend and Daniel Bryan, which we're picking the Fiend? Right. Um, I think he goes after. God, he goes after Brock Lesnar. You think so? Yeah, because they they want to. I would imagine Vince wants to move him back to Raw. I, I think if Roman wins, he goes after The Fiend because The Fiend's kind of doing this thing where 
He's going after people that have wronged him in the past. And then you need someone. No one can stop the Fiend except for Roman Reigns. Well, you remember he, you know, he had the thing with Finn Balor yep. in the past where they feuded for like three years. And then, and then Ray he was after, a weatherman. He was a weatherman uh-huh. for a little while. Oh, Finn Balor. <laughs> the winds of change are blowing in, Finn I'm, Balor. I've been watching you on NXT. I've been watching you on the Doppler, <laughs> the Doppler radar. Them close-up camera shots of you. Yeah. They, NXT loves to put Finn Balor's dong on camera. Yep. I asked uh, my friend Sandra about that. She said it's important to show off his assets. Yeah. And I said, I guess, yeah. Makes I mean, sense. If he got it, flaunt it. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> so, uh, but then he went after Daniel Bryan for wronging him with the whole Wyatt family uh, betrayal. And then you remember the whole storyline with him and Roman it was like, anybody but you, Roman. Right. Anybody but you. So it could be another thing where he's going to, you know, harken back to issues they've had in the past. I think if Roman wins, he goes after The Fiend. And that's one of your main matches at WrestleMania, which I really hope that doesn't happen. I just I have no really interest in seeing that. No. I think a lot of the, what a lot of the top people that are going to be in this little list are not really matches I want to see. Nope. Well, let's talk about a match you do want to see. If Drew wins, he goes after Brock, right? No. Boo. Boo. <laughs> I, like, I don't want to see that either. Well, Drew's the third favorite, so. You really think he's going to win? Dude, I hope not. I I just haven't. I liked him when he was in Impact. He's I, fine. I just don't think I liked he, him in NXT. Like, he does, to me, he doesn't seem like he's established as a star or he has he doesn't have his own personality i don't know if he's ever gonna be because remember when he was in wwe the first go around like 10 years ago he was like the the chosen one he was the well now he's starting to pander to the crowd a lot Mm -hmm. which we all know we love yep who wants to see me break somebody's arm new women's champion yeah a lot of people came to see the man tonight. I like that, though. It's pretty good. A lot of people came to panda to the crowd tonight. Oh, the champ champ. Ah, Becky Two Belts. Yeah. Rocky Two Belts. Yeah. yeah, Drew wins. I guess he's facing Brock. And I... Man, who gives a fuck? No, no one. Not, it's a dream match, though. No one at all. All right, so let's get down to the uh, nitty-gritty here. Who you picking to win the Rumble? Uh, this is hard. I know, I know who pick. you want. You want CM Punk. I want CM Punk. But who's going to win it? But who's going to win it? Because I've been going through the list, and like Brock Lesnar makes sense. Otis makes sense. <laughs> Otis makes sense. Uh, Roman Reigns makes Elias, sense. I think, has a chance. AJ Styles could make it. Eric Rowan. Yep. Uh, Whatever's in Eric Rowan's cage. The ricochet thing was a little interesting on Raw this week when he got kicked square. Yeah, he in the got dick. kicked in the dick. Uh huh. So there could be something with that. Um, Drew McIntyre makes sense. Nobody else makes sense. You didn't. Um, you didn't say Bob Lashley. Uh, Bob Lashley does not make sense. Seth Rollins could win mm-hmm. again, but I highly doubt it. Um, God. Am I really going to do this? Roman Reigns is going to win the Royal Rumble. Okay. Again. I'm going Brock. I think that... I don't like either one of those. No, I don't like... I don't like... But if I had to pick one between the two, I think Brock is more interesting because it's a thing we've never seen before. Yeah. And there's the, there's the story there where 
what, what happens now? Who does who does he face? Who can take him down? He whoever won that Royal Rumble was supposed to be his challenger, and now he has no challenger, and he went through the entire roster. Now who can beat him? And then whoever does step up and beats him at, at Mania overcame all of that. So now that I'm thinking about it too, I think the person that's going to eliminate Seth is probably CM Punk. Because they have that whole Twitter feud that was going back and forth. Stop trying to get famous off me, uh, I, Seth. Yeah. And then, you know... And Seth's really cool. He said, fight me, CM Punk. And then he had a very lengthy conversation with Becky Lynch on backstage this past week. So, I don't know. There's a lot of different storylines that you could do. I would love to see him eliminate Brock. I would also like to see him eliminate Seth. Because then you got the Monday Night Messiah versus the... Uh, the voice of the voiceless. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's good. Who are you picking? I already told you I pick Roman Reigns because okay. I don't. Because you cause, love him. No, because I hate him. Boo. Boo. It's awful. Well, that's the Royal Rumble coming up this weekend. Don't watch it. Don't watch it, people. You gotta watch it. No, it's the Royal Rumble. You uh, gotta watch. If we all stop watching. All of our viewers. If we all stop watching the Royal Rumble. Uh-huh. They will still have one next they will year. Have, it will be even bigger. <laughs> it will be an even bigger one next year. Uh, Royal Rumble this weekend. Let us know what you guys think. You can tweet us at rhino underscore wrestling. You can email us, rhino wrestling review at gmail.com. And speaking of emails, we got a pretty interesting one that we are going to talk about in segment two. It's going to be a short segment, but it is going to be a pretty interesting email uh, with a lot of fantasy implications that I think you guys are going to be interested in. Fantasy football? And we've even got uh, some celebrities that we reached out to that gave us their feedback on uh, how they would answer the question from our emailer in segment two. So you're going to want to stick around for that. Ooh, you hooked them. I hooked them. Now I'm reeling them in. we got to let the... Ah oh, shit! You gotta let the bait sit for I, a little bit. I dropped, I dropped the pole. Oh, you're we'll, not supposed to do that. We'll be back in segment two.
Final segment here on the Rhino Wrestling Review. Brought to you by our friends at ProWrestling.com. Dan Rhino and Will Lewis. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. And apparently Brian Alvarez doing a fake radio Still guy voice. Here. Still just hanging around, eating <sighs> my pizza, eating my popcorn. I was wondering where all that went. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you can always send us your emails at rhinowrestlingreview at gmail.com. And we've got one really good one from uh, David. Now, David was a guy I met in at SalukiCon this past year in Carbondale, Illinois. Sounds like an anime convention. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, Salukis are the... Uh, they're a very fast breed of dog, and they are the mascot of Southern Illinois University. So they had a Comic-Con, but it was at the college, so it was called SalukiCon. Who? <laughs> Thank you, Snoop. Um, glad I gave a 10-minute explanation. And Will's still looking at me like I'm crazy. Explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old. So uh, David and I uh, were talking a lot about wrestling. He's a listener to the show now, so we want to thank you for hopping on board with us. And he had a really good email that I'm uh, excited to get your feedback on. David writes, if you can make a trade between NXT and AEW that would make both brands better, what would your deal be? So before we give your answer, William, I reached out to some of our friends in the wrestling world, uh, reached out to our friend Sandra from Inside the Ropes. She gave a couple possibilities. Uh, she said somebody like Pete Dunne could, or Cassius Ono, somebody who's not really doing anything in NXT right now, would both be good fits for AEW. She also mentioned uh, Donovan Dijakovic, or somebody who has already kind of we've all we might have already kind of seen what we what we're going to see out of him in nxt and he's kind of like the big bruiser guy and they already got a few of those on nxt he could kind of go to aew and do some things then she threw out the idea the blockbuster trade of pete dunn for kenny omega what do you think about that That would be huge. It would never happen. No. But uh, would it be good for both brands? Um, right. Or would it be, is it a lopsided trade? So right now, I think NXT would benefit more mm-hmm. because Pete Dunne isn't as established of a star in NXT. He's more of an established star in NXT UK. Kenny Omega is going to be probably the face of that company for a while after Chris Jericho starts to like step away I would imagine so he's going to be a champion within a year probably our buddy Dougie Wrestling from the STF Underground Podcast and ProWrestling.com he said Natalia he said Natalia to his house oh just because he that's his favorite he wants to hang out with her oh that's nice uh, no he said Candice LeRae to AEW in exchange for private party to NXT. Her. And his uh, theory behind that is that Candice could immediately go to AEW, who is in desperate need of some uh, women's star power, and be one of the top stars there. Private Party seems to uh, be a team in need of a little bit more polish, he said. And he feels like they could uh, get more of that polish in NXT than they can in AEW. They need more reps. And I think yeah. that, that could be they could be a better fit in 
We were really high on Private NXT. Party for like a little bit there when AEW first came around. I still am. They're, I still am. Good. They're hyper athletic guys, but they're just not getting a lot of opportunities. Well, also losing a lot. Well, they they've also had some big wins too. You know, they, they beat the Bucks in the, in the first round. Um, they beat somebody else. Or they beat the Lucha Bros. I think. I don't think I, the biggest one I remember was them beating the was them beating the Bucks. Which I mean, if you're gonna have them beat the Bucks and then not win the tag team championships, that's a huge issue. Or maybe they beat Hangman and, and Kenny Omega. They had another big win Possibly. somewhere along there, but they've also had a lot of losses. So you have these big wins, but you're like a 500 team. Yeah, you're still super young, but I think that that's a very interesting trade. Dave Lagreca, host of Busted Open on Sirius XM. He told me that NXT is in need of veterans, and AEW is in need of uh, younger stars to uh, appeal to that young demographic. So his idea for a trade would be to send Kazarian from AEW to NXT in exchange for Shane Strickland. Hmm. Interesting. So uh, Swerve Scott. Who? Yeah, there you go. I have no idea. I was like, Swerve, huh, baby. Interesting. Don't know who that is. Shane Swerve Scott. Who? Okay, there you I, go. I literally don't. I'm just like, I don't so know. So Dave, Dave was nice enough. I'm just to, saying. To give us his pick. I'm just saying. It's a Friend great, of the show. Great pick. Great pick. Friend of the show, Dave LaGreca. I just specifically don't. And Snoop Dogg. Just don't know who okay. that is. Friend of the show. We appreciate his feedback. We do. Uh, I reached out to another friend of the show, Vince Russo. Oh, bro. And uh, he told me that he doesn't watch NXT. Hey, there it is. (laughs) So he couldn't couldn't weigh in. He said, bro, I don't watch NXT, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is honest. Swear to God, that's what what he told me. There you go. (laughs) Uh, What about you, Will? Who would you send to NXT in exchange for who would you send to AEW? That would make both brands better. Ah, so you know you're an AEW mark, bro. I am. So no obviously, one, right no now, trades. your biggest star in AEW is Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. He's the most over person. Obviously. So you wouldn't send him. No. Because you don't want to make the show no. awful. No. So you got to keep your big guns. AEW right now needs women. Yep. Their women's roster is very lackluster. As good as we love, as as much as we love Britt Baker, and I heard she's a dentist. Interesting. Um, she cut kind of a scathing promo on our buddy Tony Schiavone this past week. About her being a dentist? She mentioned that. She also kind of shit on Tony for working at Starbucks for a little while after nothing wrong with that. Yeah, what's wrong with that? I'm a barista. Nothing wrong with trained barista. Nothing wrong with $10 coffees. No, exactly. She was very. She was in full heel mode on the Jericho cruise. Oh, there you go. Good for her. Uh, so AEW needs women. Yeah. NXT right now doesn't need women. They would need. They don't really need a lot. That's what Doug said too. He said he had a hard time thinking about what NXT really needed. Plus, like you're not gonna send. I guess you could send them for like draft picks. You're not gonna send AEW. Like you're not gonna send like Kenny Omega. You're not gonna send cash Hangman considerations. Page. You're not going to send Cody Rhodes and like those established stars. I was kind of thinking Darby Allen mm-hmm. because NXT needs a little bit of a darker side of things. Right now, they're just very hyper-focused on 
I don't know. There's really not a lot of their stars have much of an edge uh-huh. to them. Um, so I'm thinking maybe you could send Darby Allen to get him a little bit more of a bigger push on the WWE side of things um, because he's not doing anything in AEW right now. We thought he was destined for great things, but now he's losing consistently. Um, so I would say send Darby Allen to NXT and then you said one of the ladies one of the ladies over to the AEW roster who you send it um that's tough we were talking off air Tony Storm saying that you ooh I like it yeah that's the name automatically that goes to the top of the yeah. you could put the AEW women that itty bitty AEW women's title on her that just popped right that away. Popped right in my head. I'm like Tony Storm's really not doing anything right now on NXT UK or NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just lost her her match with um, you know those two people from NXT UK that I can't remember their names of. Because yep. uh, I'm a great wrestling journalist. Yep. That would be uh, Kaylee Ray. Uh huh. Kaylee Ray and Piper Nevin. That's that's it. Is that who it is? Uh huh. Piper Nice. Nice. Look at me. So she just lost that triple threat match at NXT Blackpool. Um, Got a shot at Rhea Ripley this weekend. There you go. Gonna lose that, too. Send her over to AEW. And then she'll go into the Royal Rumble and get tossed out, too. Probably. Tossed out right to AEW. Yeah. (laughs) In exchange for Darby Allen. Yeah. You heard it here first. I kind of like that. I think Darby Allen, he wouldn't really fit in well in NXT, but I think that's what would set him apart from the rest of the rest of the roster. I like it. I got a couple here. I kept coming back to sending a woman to a female talent to, to AEW just because I think that's what they really are in dire need of. And just like with the, the baseball, the hot stove going on right now, you deal from a hand of strength. And NXT is very strong in the women's division. We saw all those women on NXT a couple weeks ago in the ring together. I'm thinking, thinking, man, this roster's stacked. Yeah. You know, maybe arguably the best women's roster on the planet, even better than the quote-unquote main roster. So I think you could send somebody. I like Doug's idea of sending Candice to AEW. What about Candice in exchange for Pentagon? Oh, no. Break up the, the Lucha Bros. Not the Lucha Bros. Uh, Pentagon can uh, take his uh, star power to NXT. A lot of cool matches for Pentagon in NXT there. And I think that would get that would be one way of getting the Lucha Bros back into singles, which is what I want to see him in anyway. Yeah, because you want to see, see him Phoenix in, in the top. Mm-hmm. Like, he should be wrestling yep. for the AEW I want to see him in the title picture, for sure. I mean, honestly, either one of them could do it. Yep. Phoenix is the one I think that you're going to have the better matches. That's why I think that if if one of them was going to go, I think Phoenix has the higher upside at this point. Now, what about the reverse? Why not, why not send Phoenix over to NXT? Because I think that... Then eventually you could get Ricochet versus Phoenix again. I think the, I think the star power... Right, well, I think the Pentagon's a little bit more of the veteran. I think... Pentagon's a little bit more of the star now. I think Phoenix is going to be the bigger star in two years. Brother, brother, brother. And I think AEW would want to hang on to the, the younger talent. Yeah. And send the more established one. And I think that 
Pentagon, I don't know if he'll ever be a champion in AEW. I don't know, a singles champion, but I think Phoenix will. I think Pentagon's going to be that guy you can always do those dream matches with, but I don't know if that is kind of behind him already. I kind of think what they need to do right now in AEW is once once they switch the belt off of Chris Jericho, is they need to not have the next person hold it for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. I think they need to start doing, like, like get bunch of different random people in there over the course of the net, like the rest of the year like maybe have John Moxley hold it for like a year or like a month mm-hmm. and then or two months or whatever and then switch it it's it's a they need to establish more main event stars it's a fine line to walk because you do want to see it is cool to see people have those commanding title runs but with, like with NXT it got so predictable for a while you knew Bo Dallas had it for a year, and then he lost it to Neville, Neville who had it for a year, uh-huh. and then he lost it to Sammy Zayn. Did he lose Sammy Zayn? Yep. Pretty sure. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. And he lost it pretty quick to Kevin Owens, but uh-huh. you know, for uh, Finn Balor had it for almost a year. Yep. For a while there, it was just like, okay, we know who has the title is going to have it for a year. Asuka had the women's title for almost two years. Right. She never lost it. Yeah, still still has it. Still hasn't lost it. Uh, Shayna Baszler, with, despite the, the one time that Kyrie Sane had it in the middle there, had it for you know a year and a half. Yeah. Uh, until she recently lost it to Rhea Ripley. It, it gets predictable when you know that, oh... We're building up this big title change. That's cool, but we're not gonna. There's no chance we're gonna see another one for a while. I like having that chance that it's gonna happen. Not saying that you have to hot shot the title. Not saying that you have to keep changing the title. You know, once a month or, or every two months. Right. You don't have to do that, but you you have to create the chance that it could happen. Yeah, I I, I just want to see. I want to see different stars in that main event picture. Mm-hmm. I want to like they did a little, they did a good job of it, kind of at the beginning because they were throwing people into that title picture that we would have never, like, have thought. Like Darby Allen got yep. a title shot, and it was a good match. Uh-huh. Um, who else? Uh, well, Jungle Boy had a match with with Chris Jericho. Yep. It wasn't a title match, but it was. Can he survive ten minutes? Yeah. So they started throwing some, just a couple people in there, but like I would like to see Phoenix in the title picture. Mm-hmm. I would like to see Kenny Omega back in the title picture, and, and eventually maybe once Hangman Page gets a little bit better, mm-hmm. I want to see him back in it. I would like to see Pentagon in there too. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think they need to start switching it up. I got one more for you. That's not on the docket. Uh, well, I got one one more po- potential oh. trade okay. for you. Uh, I would send SCU. So it's it's kind of a it's a three, package deal. It's a package deal. Okay. Uh, SCU to NXT because I think there's a couple there's a bunch of things you could do with them. You could have the whole Ring of Honor thing with the Undisputed Era. Uh-huh. You got a lot of former Ring of Honor guys there. You could have them kind of uh, feud with the Undisputed Era. There's a lot of things that you could do with them as singles and with tags, and I think that Scorpio Sky could potentially be a at least a North American champion on, on NXT. And I would ex- send them in exchange for the Velveteen Dream. Ooh, second AEW. time you've mentioned him in this show. Uh, you know, I love the Dream. And I think that AEW has shown that they're more character friendly. And now why would you say that? Well, they got a lot, they got like the Gimps. They got a lot of Gimp characters. Uh-huh. 
Um, the Butcher and the Blade and the Bunny and the no. Dark Order. Would you say that one of their stars is technically a dinosaur? dinosaur they got a lot has, of dinosaur-based characters. He has a master's degree in medieval history. Yeah. They so. got dentists. They got, I'm sure they'll have like a trash man eventually. That'd be cool. Yeah. So I, I think they're... They're, I think that character like Velveteen Dream might have a better shot of having a, a big run in AEW. I'm still hoping that when he comes back, I'm hoping he's not injury prone because he's been hurt a lot. I'm hoping that when he comes back, he can have a big run in NXT and maybe even be champ someday. But I think that sending him to AEW could be good for his character. Although I was telling Sandra my idea and she said, well, you know, Sunny Kiss is kind of like that, you know, same, you know, uh, you know, hypersexual character, and they haven't done anything well, with, with Sunny Kiss on AEW, yeah. so maybe I'm way off. Yeah, they don't, they don't use Sunny Kiss on AEW, though. Which sucks, because I, I really like Sunny Kiss. Well, they, you know, with their, they'll get, they're getting their second show here soon, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, it could be a blessing or it could be a curse. You never know. Uh, you know, uh, Thunder was... One of the final nails in the coffin of WCW. NXT or AEW Tuesday Night Lightning. Like oh, oh no! no. Too, on TNT. Uh, no, or just put on TBS like Thursday Thunder Night was. Lightning. No, Ooh. it's too close. You're you're tempting fate. I don't like it. Uh, so that's going to do it for our show this week. Uh, we talked about the Royal Rumble in segment one. Had pretty uh, good discussion about the fun email in segment two. I want to thank everybody for downloading, listening, and subscribing. I want to thank ProWrestling.com for letting us put on this shit show each week. You guys are th- so nice. I want to thank Will Lewis for uh, playing injured with me here, and uh, as we're both <laughs> breathing, yeah. breathing through our mouths, we're both literally trying not to die <laughs> because we can't breathe through our noses. But we got to bring uh, podcast gold to the to the or silver, the viewers. I would say bronze, but I don't think we're in the top three. So we'll be there eventually. Yeah, I'm just happy to be invited to the Olympics. Guys, we're here. We made it. We're here. We're like, we're like when Jamaica got invited to the Winter Olympics. Yeah. Like, they're not gonna win, but, but they're gonna make, make they're gonna make a movie with John Candy about. It. And it was a great movie. Yep. Great movie. Yep, available on Disney Plus right now. Ooh, sponsor of the show. I didn't know that. We should watch it. I was about to say. I think I might. I think <laughs> I might go watch uh, Cool Runnings later. So, uh, like I said, thanks everybody downloading, listening, and subscribing. Whatever podcast platform you are on, leave us a five star Dave Meltzer review. Don't leave anything less. Yeah. Yeah. Marks. Yeah. Don't just be mean. Yeah. Don't be a bully. If you no. don't like the show, just don't listen. But you know what? You can even be like mean in your review, but then leave us a five star. Yeah. So you can be like, oh, you guys are a bunch of dicks. And five, stars. five stars. Five stars. <laughs> like, cool. Thanks. Appreciate that. Like when Dave Meltzer said about the Kenny Omega uh, Moxley match. Oh, I didn't really care for it. It wasn't really my cup of tea. Four and a half stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... So enjoy the Royal Rumble this weekend. Enjoy. I think uh, NWA's got a pay-per-view on tonight. Maybe we'll talk about that. Thank you, Snoop. And uh, we will see you next week with the fallout of the Royal Rumble because we're on the road to WrestleMania? Again? I think so. Isn't that what this is? The long, winding road. The long and winding road. 
Okay. Don't kick out of each other's finishers. See ya. See ya. It's the R to the Y, N to the O, on a block like a tortoise with a slow, on a block like a baker cause I'm picking up my dough, and when I'm in the booth like I'm cooking up a O.